the shoulders. Get the moves. Get the shoulders. Get the moves. Get the shoulders. Get the face. Okay. The face. What she said? She got the face going on. The face. Oh, she got the shoulders too. She gets yes. parallel with the shoulders. <laughs> How y'all feeling right now? Feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling good. Oh, good. R.I.P. Amazing. Oh, sweet. It's classic. Right? Yeah. Let me put it back up. That's classic. What she said? What she was saying? I don't know. I just know the chorus. Okay. You wanna? Are we gonna play it up to the chorus? Or are we gonna just? Do we just? Yes. Yeah, it's fine. It's coming up. It's coming up. Okay. Just making sure. Cause I wanted to listen to her. I love your hair tonight. What's love got to do? I got to do with it. A lot of vocals. What's love but a second hand emotion? Hey, a second hand emotion. Second hand emotion. Second hand emotion. Yes. What does she mean by that? I don't know. The heart can be broken. Do we really know Tina Turner or do we know Angela Bassett? Um, oh, yeah, we definitely know Angela. I definitely know Angela. Because I definitely was playing that, watching that movie back to back to back to back yeah. like it was Why? Nothing. Why not? Why not? It's, it's a, a classic. classic. It, was classic. it was very classic, but it was yes. very traumatizing. Yes. But, but that was life. That was her life, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, now what it was like, that was a good insight to her life. It was, it was, mm-hmm. it was great. And Angela Bassett did her thing. You couldn't tell me that was as Tina. she always what? does. <laughs> that lip. Oh no, boo! <laughs> <laughs> you know she was, she was, she was really she feeling was it. She strong was strong, yes. and you feel it tonight too, because that, uh, that wig oh, is everything. Hello, okay. look, I kind of felt like she her. She summons Tina. Hello, summons Tina. I'm trying not to get no lipstick on my teeth, so don't make yeah. me smile too hard, y'all. Uh, y'all you good, you good, you good, you good. <laughs> you already yeah. know we at Collective BX, and so. I got my great crew with me. Yeah. That got me mad excited, so I had to calm it down. <laughs> That's right. Introduce yourselves. <laughs> Greetings. It's Ness, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> hey, hey oh, you. Oh. That's different. That was a little turner. Spirit fingers. Yes, get the spirit fingers. Little, you know, get the sh- oh, get the shoulders. Hey, the, oh, the face, nice. the face, the face. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> face. I think you need to do that every night, every every time now. Mm-hmm. You can't, you cannot introduce mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I gotta mm-hmm. and get the get the fingers. <laughs> 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 love it, love it. <laughs> it's Tish, Miss Everything. You got, I got my little shingle, shingle, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. But I, I would need to stand up to shake it, shake it, shake it. Oh. I ain't doing all of Please that. Please do. Like, Why not? Because oh I, gosh. I, I don't think I can. You, you don't think you can? The it's possibilities let me, are endless. Let, let Hello. Me, let There's me nothing but see. space and opportunity. Oh, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Ow! Ow! That was a good shaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you already know it's your girl Cardine rocking with the BXC mic on the boards. On the boards. Nice. <laughs> yes. But we also have somebody else with us. Yep. Well, Brooklyn, first I want to say <laughs> my man has the Billy D voice going on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got I to come in after that. Like, Hard act to follow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to slow it. Yeah, so, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nah, thank you for having me, man. I'm, I'm Spud Brooklyn. 
Uh, engineer, producer. Um, every time someone asks me what I do, I'm always uh, stuck because I just sum it up to media molder. Mm. There's so much stuff that I do that I love doing. I love just being in creative spaces. I like that. So it's hard to pinpoint it. So I just go with media molder, man. I love creating, I love exposing things and sharing concepts. Nice. Thank you for being here with us. Welcome to the Bronx. Thank you. Because you know Brooklyn don't really like the Bronx. I'm saying this is the home of hip hop. This is where it started. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, yeah, that's a great start. I'm hip hop to the core. Yes. I got to salute that. Got to salute that. Got to salute that. Thank you. That's definitely. That just made me tingle. So, we bring the living room to the pod, and this is what we're doing. This is our living room. So welcome and thank you again thank for you. being here all the way from Brooklyn. I know the commute was not easy. It's all right. It's all right. When when it's something passionate, it don't matter about the commute. It's just getting it. Mm. Right. Right. Yes. As long as you're on a train. No, I wasn't on the train. I wasn't on the train. But if I had to, I would have took the train. You would have. You really yeah, I would have. I you don't mind the train. But how many no. trains would you have taken because you're from you're, you're coming from Brooklyn mm-hmm. and Brooklyn is deep. I'm on the L. So. Oh, oh, you on yeah. the Canarsie? Yeah, Bushwick. Oh, Bushwick. Oh, Bushwick. That's yeah. that's deep, right? So then that means the L to the four, or you can take the L to the six, that's but then that's local. The so then the L to the four, right you get off Look on 86th Street, or off. you can get off on wow. 125th Street okay. and take the six train over to Hunts Point, and then you got to take the bus over here. That was like GPS rerouting. <laughs> Yo, rerouting. <laughs> Re- she re-routing. is a map, okay, when it comes to the train. Wow. Yeah, you would have to do but you, all but, that. But dis- distance don't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, coming from the, the, the paths and the journeys that I've experienced, distance when it comes to something that you want to apply to, it don't matter. Like I, right. I travel. I mean, there's some days that I travel five hours for an one hour situation upstate New York to drive five hours back. Oh, I do that. Like I do that. So it, it don't matter. Like the Bronx is okay to me. That's, that's, that's like, after that's saying like the, that. Then like I mean, the at this point, it's like having neighbors. Like it's all right. It's yeah. all right. Well, thank you that's for that. Yeah. But we want to know what we we trying to get in your business. So we want to know your story. Like you told us a little bit. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start at the end, okay. and then I'm gonna rewind back. it. Uh, okay. Right now, I'm gonna rewind. How do you do yeah. that on the turntables? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear that, I just want to shoot. <laughs> 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 so, where are you from? Where's, what's your background? Um, my family's from Jamaica. That's why you had the guns. Um, yeah, you had the yeah. guns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not the guns. 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 But she's actually from Kingston. I just found that out at my father's, like, 95th birthday. Wow. wow. I always thought she was from Montego Bay, um, but she was actually from Kingston. Um, I grew up predominantly in Brooklyn, Bushwick, mm-hmm. New York. Um, grew up in the 80s. You know, it was, the, it was a real rough. It was an interesting time because growing up at that time, you don't know how rough it is. Mm-hmm. It's just is. Mm-hmm. You know, so growing and and I'm grateful for the era that I grew up in because the transitions into the eras now, like I'm looking at stuff that people have problems with and I'm like, this is cakewalk. Like this is <laughs> nothing, you know, but growing up in there was interesting. I'm the baby in the family. 
Mm. So I mm. saw a lot and I played by myself alone a lot because uh-huh. my brothers were older, yep. but I was always around. So mm-hmm. uh, the phrase, the streets raised you, I wouldn't say the streets raised me, but it was a very big aspect of my life because I got to be front row and seeing my brothers experience that. Um, mm. One of the change events that happened in my life was when my mother passed away. Okay. Mm. And um, I was I was 14, mm. and that's when everything that I saw between my brothers and the streets, I started to engage in further. I guess that was, you know, the interesting thing is uh, growing up as a young black man, like emotions and speaking about depression. Like I didn't know what depression was know. until I was in, like in my 30s. It just was like uh-huh. anxiety. Uh, yeah, there was no like, anxiety. Yeah. There wasn't. No, you just no. dealt with it. You went through your day. You smiled. What's wrong with you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh-huh. And then, you went with it. Yeah. Um, and then next so, day is a new day. Yes. Mm-hmm. So dabbling in the streets or just being um, instrumental in its prosperity and its in its the streets, um, I got in trouble. Me and a friend of mine's, uh, we started hitting the streets a lot, and one day. Uh, a crime happened. Somebody was shot. Two people were shot, which I was involved in. And at the age of 15, I was sentenced to life. Mm. 15. Like 15. Sentenced or, to life at I was, 15. I was sentenced oh to life. Gosh. Yeah. And, um, you know, the incarceration, the transitions of that was straight after my mother passed away. My mother passed away in 93. The incident happened in 94. And then in 1995, um, I was arrested in school. And, and you don't. How, you said fifteen. I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. I was fifteen years old. Um, I got sentenced in '96. Um, mm. I was sentenced, and um, I actually took a plea, not understanding the depth of it. I took a plea, so I pleaded to a life sentence because I was just looking at the minimum. My minimum was seven to life, and um, I heard fifteen to life was if I blew trial. So I, I actually copped out to a life sentence. Mm. Not not understanding it right. at all, but I, I copped out to a life sentence, and I ended up ser- serving 13 years um, in prison um, mm. until I was released at the age of 28. 28. 20, yes. So what was life like when you you get locked up at 16? Yes. 15. I was 15. 15, and then you're out at 28. 28. So what what people don't understand, right, your memories, and, and, and the only reason why I understand this is because after incarceration, um, you know, I experienced it. Your memories depict your age. Mm. So I went in at 15. My memories stopped at 15. Now I'm accumulating new memories of incarceration. So as I'm developing in those memories, 15 is where I'm at in my memory, in my, my lifespan. So now I have a whole new experience that don't correlate with my younger years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's adulthood. It's so by the time I get released, I'm not going to say, uh, I would never say that I was 15 in mind frame, but my experience and what I was expecting, everything else was futuristic. Mm. So while incarcerated, the conflict you have is balancing between your old memories, and developing new memories, and then still figuring out yourself. I'm 15 year old. There was a lot of things that I thought I knew. I didn't. I didn't Definitely have a cl- did didn't have a clue to clue about. You know. Yeah. So the development stages of that was very uh, interesting. Even after I thought I had a grips of it, 
it was very interesting. Getting out was, it was a, a whole, you know, to say, say the least, it was a mind fuck because there was no internet. I'll tell you a story, my first day home, when I got out, there's three things everybody locked up say, you know, I, I want a meal, I want some pussy, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I want a hot shower. Mm. And the joke mm-hmm. is, you usually get two out of three. Mm-hmm. You usually get the meal and the hot shower the first night. But next you may day, not get the... <laughs> next day, you go for... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, when I got out, I remember telling my brother, yo, I want to get something to eat. My, my family flew in from Florida. They actually moved to Florida with the hopes that I was released um, at my first parole board, I actually went to four parole boards mm, before wow. I was released, and so that that didn't work. I'm going to a new location that didn't help. But um, I said I want to get something to eat. And when I got something to eat, I remember being in the back of the car, and I'm like, "Yo, everybody's talking to themselves." Mm. Every time I stop at a light, all I see is people with their lips. Mm-hmm. So I turn to my brother, and I'm like, "Yo, what they doing?" And he said, "Yo, they got Bluetooth." I'm like, shit, I'm about to go brush my teeth. I do not want that disease. <laughs> I had no clue of what, what Bluetooth, Bluetooth was. was. Like, he said Bluetooth. I'm like, yo, I do not come out here. I ain't do all this time to catch some shit that's going to have me talking. About it. <laughs> like, I survived. Up. You know what I'm saying? But that's how. That's, that's how real. That's real. That's how Roger, detached. Yeah. That's, that's how yeah. detached I was. And, you know, I called my lawyer. And my lawyer's like, yo, listen. Um, so that we could we could transfer the paperwork, get an email, and I'm like, fuck, already I gotta spend money. I didn't know what uh, was going on in society. There was a big detachment because when I went in, I went in in the climb of technology, mm-hmm. F15. Uh, the tech boom. F15. So I get out of the internet. Like when I heard of Google, and I was like, like what I is could, that? I can type anything mm-hmm. and get like, the answer. Right. Like they gave me this laptop. By day three, the viruses was running crazy. I was in there typing everything, accepting mm. everything because I was so intrigued with how open the world was. Because in prison, you don't you don't have that. Some of the facilities I was in didn't even have news, or it was contraband to read the newspaper. Like yep. You couldn't even read the newspaper. Yep. So a lot of the things that kept me to society was either music videos or guys coming in and telling stories. Mm. You know, like, like, like I never experienced a tunnel. And I remember a guy telling me, yo, we was in a tunnel, bro. We was on the couches. And I was like, hold mm-hmm. on, rewind. Mm-hmm. Couches? And it's <laughs> like, like what's happening. where was these couches? He's like, yeah. in the spot. Why is it in the tunnel? Like, Why the <laughs> fuck is there couches? <laughs> in the tunnel. tunnel. Now, I'm not asking him, but, but this is what I'm happening mm-hmm. in my head. Like, I'm stuck on, it was standing on couches in a dance place. Like, I could, it, it was, that's how deep it is. And when you're released... People don't know the depth of that. Absolutely. You know, they don't understand the depth of that because they've They're, been in it. So yeah. they don't even know how to really assist or help you. Right. So when I got out, when I realized that, I was like, I got to I gotta fend for myself. And, and it wasn't even like because I didn't have the support. They didn't know how to support me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to go dive in head first and I have to situate myself. Mm. I have to situate myself and figure out how this is going to work. Um, I had letters of job, employment, everybody wrote so I could give it to parole. And you bank on those. You really like, like I really banked on that internship at the dental spot. Mm. Mm. And when I got out, it's like, you know, I wrote that just to help you. 
And I'm like, yo, but I really, really need it. Needed it. Mm-hmm. So then when I realized that, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm set back. I'm, I'm, I thought I was starting at zero. I'm like negative 10. Mm. I'm at negative 10. And then you have parole. Like, you have to pay to be on parole. That's another thing people don't understand. You have to, excuse me? Yeah, yeah you have, you have I don't understand fees. that. Huh? Have, so every time I went to parole, I was supposed to pay $45. But where are you getting this forty five dollars from? Wait, so how long you been on? How so I was. Long were I, you on parole? How I was long you been out? I I've been out. I'm going on fourteen years. I was supposed to be on parole for life. For and life, I, right? And I'm gonna tell you how I got out of that, which was interesting. But as far as the fees, you have supervision fees, so you have to pay, be on parole. You have to pay to be on parole. Um, <laughs> the interesting thing about that is they set it up in a way that they had me in Alcohol Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous parenting i didn't even have a kid at the time i went in at 15 so i didn't have an alcohol or narcotics yeah, problem. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. they put right. me in anger aggression and then i had a nine o'clock curfew so i couldn't get a job because the time frames of the stuff that i was working right. and i had a record and then on top of it i was a 15 year old kid when i went in i'm 28 when i go to a job they're like where's your work history yeah you have no type of experience bro i was locked up so it's almost like it was a setup of course. Mm-hmm. You know, the way it was designed. Yeah, so was designed. I remember going to the block and there's a brother that I know that he he hustles. And I went to him and I was like, yo, bro, I, I need a quarter pound or something. He's like, yo, for what? And I was like, yo, I got a paper roll. Here it is. My mm. mind frame is I'm going to break the law so to, to pay parole so I can stay out. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm on the train. I got it in a Big Mac container. The train is, is loud. It's, I smell it. I see a cop walk in, and that's when I say to myself, like, I'm wilding, B. I'm wilding. So what you did with it? I went back to my man. I took it back. I, oh, I, I traveled like five. No, I traveled like five trains with it, and then I went back, and I told my man, like, yo, I can't do it. He's like, mm. yo, it's here. And, you know, his his way of showing love was giving me the accessibility to, ability to it, like having the access to it. And, and that was yeah. his degree of love. And he's like, yo, it's always here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I had to realize he's in a different place while offering that to me. Mm-hmm. I'm in a different situation to accept it. Mm-hmm. So support, the support looks different. Yes, it looks different. <laughs> so I had to say to myself, you know, I did 13 years in prison. That day I promised myself, or right, I'm going to give myself 13 years as a free man. If I can't make something pop off, I'm going back to my man. I'm going to give myself the same amount of time that I did in prison to make something happen. And if all else fails, I know I got that. And that was the day I made the decision to just, like, grind. Like, grind to the fullest. Okay. So before you get to the grinding (laughs) part. Yeah. Because the the grinding part is, like. She loves that word. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to get to your shit. I have some questions. <laughs> please, please do. Yes. So my first question, you said you were 15 when you went in. Were you still a virgin? No. What? No. I just need I, to know. You no, in jail, No, right? no, no, that's a valid question. No, no, okay. that, 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 that is, that yeah, is, that is a valid question because a lot of my peers, a lot of my peers at the time, it's funny because the first facility, detention facility I was in was Spofford. 
Oh, oh now Horizon. No, it was Spofford. Now, yeah, now yeah, Horizon. Now it's Horizon. But it, it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. So it was Spofford. And we so, were on Spofford. Yes. yes. Right. So wow. I, as I was walking, I was like, wow. Like, oh. I, I know this strip. You Did know it trigger saying? you? I was going to ask that. No, no. You know what's, what's interesting? Like, and, and I say this, and, and I have to explain. I, I wear my situation like a soldier wears his medals. It, it's not like you're bragging but it's an experience it's a survival thing that you've been through so i wear my situation up front 10 minutes talking to me you're gonna know i was locked up i don't hide it mm. i could have hide. i could have came home i remember people telling me to say you was in jamaica going to school <laughs> or you was on vacation and now you're back <laughs> i could have went with all, all those stories mm-hmm. and i was like nah because that's my journey Mm-hmm. That's my journey, and when I was there, and I was seeing brothers and 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 my comrades that was experiencing stuff, you build this uh, self awareness of your situation at that moment. I was like, yo, I'm not hiding it. Like, if you can't accept me who I am, I'm gonna shake out. You gonna double back later. That's how you are going to double back later, and I'm just gonna take what I have. So that's how I faced faced every situation since I've been out. That's dope. Why did you ask him if he was a virgin, though? No, but going back to that. Because yeah. it's it's 15. Going, at 15. Yeah, no. going back to that, my wife now, before I went in, she was my girlfriend. Your lady. Aww. Shout yeah. out to her. She was That's my girlfriend. Yeah. What? So she did the bid Well, you so dope. No, no. We, we kept is. in contact. Um, she didn't do the bid per se with me. And, um, you know, when I was doing the bid, I was very angry about that. But I got to realize, like, I was 15. She still had to experience. At that life moment, life. at the yeah. moment, I give a fuck. I hated her. Like, of I used course. to send letters like, yo, when I touch down, I'm going to show you what you missed out. Like, I was bitter. Of course. I was bitter. But that was developing, you know, myself, learning my situation. And, and there's, a, there's a time where you have to be selfish with your pain. That's the mm. only true way for you to develop out of you it. You said selfish. You have to be selfish with your pain. You have to be better with it. You have to go through that in order to see. Because people are going to come and tell you what you shouldn't do. But until you're selfish with it and work it out, feel it to its core, you're never going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And that was a situation that, that was one of the situations that I had to go through and feel for us to even mm. develop where we are as people. Absolutely. Because we grow through what we go through. Every time. So would you consider her a ride or die? Yeah, that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, like our, uh, our relationship is very interesting. Um, she's the super battery. Like, she's just, like, if I listen to everything she do, I'd probably be on a run. Like, <laughs> that's my homie. Like, she is very out there. She's very supportive. Even, um, I don't want to go too far ahead, but there was a moment where I was working at a laundromat and I was making uh, about $121 a week. Mm-hmm. And I saved $8.40 every paycheck for three years. And about our third year, we were having a baby. She was pregnant. And I had about $1,200. And I remember calling everybody, and I was like, yo, I'm going to buy a studio setup. And everybody's like, you don't even engineer. You don't even know how to engineer. And I was like, I don't. But I'm the type of person that if I invest in something, and I don't, I'm going to figure, I can't study it and then wait till I know it all to do it. Mm. You got to throw me in the mud, and I got to swim through it. So I was calling everybody with this excitement, like, yo, I'm going to get this bundle. I saw it on Guitar Center. I'm going to buy it. Everybody's like, yo, you crazy. You setting yourself up for failure. You're about mm-hmm. to go back to prison. And I remember calling her. Here it is. She's about seven months pregnant. I work at a laundromat. I only got 1200 saved. 
This is all I have to my name. I said, babe, check this out. They got this bundle. I'm going to buy a studio setup. She said, how much it costs? I said, it costs 1200 She said, how much we got? We got 1200 She was like, go for it. <laughs> I like her. Boom. I hit pay. It went through. I bought all the wrong shit. No <laughs> way. I, okay. I bought all it's the okay. wrong I bought a whole live set. It ain't a studio. But I had no clue. But, uh, you know, that. Wait, wait, wait. Why did. What, what's the $8.40? That's what I was going to I was gonna go back to that too, Mike. So That's for funny. three years, I saved $8.40. Why, why, why is that $8.40? Um, because my phone, you know, it ain't like now where it was a $50 phone bill. At that time, I had the next tell. You had to wait till Saturday or you had to wait till 9 p.m. And then you had five people you had to talk. So I had my phone bill. I had travel and I had food and then I had parole. So my 120 got eight. All I had was about nine dollars. Oh wow! So I used to always keep. I used to keep fifty cents in this jar. That was my just in case. If I needed, if I needed a meal, if I needed a snack or something, that was my. That was my quick. That and the nine dollars was. I'm not the eight dollars and fifty cent was. I wasn't gonna touch. Wow. So what? The reason why people like, how did you do it? In prison, I worked for like three cents an hour. Yes. Three cents an so hour, so a twenty-five dollar yeah. an hour job. Ooh. I was balling. That's real. You said I was balling. I was balling. Facts, facts, I knew yeah. how to juggle peanut butter and jelly, and and in prison we called the crackhead soup, but ramen noodles. I knew how to flip that. I knew how to do the sardines in it. Mm. Cut up a slim jim, warm that do up. I know how to make that to survive. You, you know I eat all that shit right now. I still do too. I, 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 <laughs> I eat all that I shit. I right right for my kids, <laughs> and it was like, we what want the it? noodles. We want the noodles with the fish. We want the octopus. We want the octopus. Oh, my wow. friends be like, yo, bro, you dead ass doing that to them? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. Dude, it's I, I swear to this day, like, make that noodles. Make yes. But you know it. I, I, I look back at those experiences and it's like they prepared me for something. A, a lot of times, a lot of and a lot of peers that come home, I tell them, "Don't forget that, bro. Don't forget that part of the grind." Like, the hustle, yeah. You know, we come home and and it's easy to see like the young and like there, there's a there's a shout out to Sparky. There's a young brother that, that when I went in, I was cool with his brother, so he was a shorty. When I came out, he saw me. He was like, "Yo, jump in my ride. I'll drive you home." And he had his phone and he had his car and I'm sitting in there. And in that moment, I looked over and I was like, yo, bro, this is motivating. And he was like, he looked at me kind of weird. And I was like, yo, this, you don't know how much life this gives me. And a lot of brothers come home and it don't give them life. It's depressing. So now they want to play catch up. Mm. I, I got I to do it. Mm. You know, uh, there's, there's a rapper named Chef G. In, in one of his songs, he said, yo, when I was down, I ain't front, I was down. But when I got up, I was up. You know, everybody knew. And that was my thing, like. I'm down. That don't mean nothing now. Like, y'all bullshitting. Y'all bullshitting. Y'all been out here all this time. I left you in that corner. And you still there? Mm. You still there when you I still came out? Oh, I'm about to run laps. So mm. their, their, their rewards, their victories, I just looked at it as motivation. I'm like, okay, I see what y'all not doing. Mm. I'm going to run. Yeah, I'm going to do I'm it. I'm going to run. I'm, I'm going to do run, what you're not you know doing. What I'm saying? Shout out to you. Look, thank you. So we, just like, we all like this. Like, like, thank, like, you, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't. I don't so think she's I have. Like, so you were a virgin. <laughs> 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 Let's bring it back to that, right? <laughs> you know, so that's that's 13 years yeah. of, of being like just locked down and just so. So. 
I don't know if I should go into all of my questions cool. because my questions are from. It's fine. You know, you being incarcerated. So Let's now go. I want to know, like, what were the meals like? Um, what did you? What prepare? was your status? So um, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share some with you. Okay. And people be like, when I say it, um, my first prison meal that was the most expensive meal of my life. What you mean? What you mean? What? Because I wagered my life for it. Oh, that was the most shit. When I got this. that meal, when they, when they brought me that first shit. meal, and, and it was called yakasobi. What is that? Think of throw up with, with, with jello and ice cream mixed together. Wait, what? With, 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 no, hold with on. red sauce. Hold on, Spud. Wait, mm. wait. What's it called again? Yakasobi. And that, what is it? It's like noodles, but it, it, just think about like throw up jello and ice cream mixed with some red sauce. Like, it's like a jumbo of mess. Okay. And when they brought that to me, that's when I realized, like, yo, every moment that I had as a free person, I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I took for granted. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my most expensive meal because I wagered my whole life. Oh, that was that. deep. Uh-huh. That was you deep. Know, when the, you say you wagered your whole life, what did you mean? What do you mean by that? Um, I didn't understand the value of it. Like, freedom, the interesting part about freedom like i hear people now and i see people fighting for many different causes and stuff like that and what what and they say that they're fighting for freedom and no they're they're fighting for perspective Mm. um a lot of times we don't even understand our freedom but i get it until you actually lose Lose it you do not know the degree of of the freedom you you have some understanding of it and even at the age of 15 i didn't understand freedom i thought it was given like I wake up in the morning, I ain't had no bills. I throw on my clothes, <laughs> I go outside, I go play ball, I get dirty, I throw it in the hamper, somebody cleaned it. Mm, if mm-hmm. if I didn't do you know what I'm saying? So somebody a lot of things were just it. given. So my my understanding of freedom was even minimized further than the typical person. And it wasn't until I lost it when I was like, damn, just waking up was a freedom because they wake you up. Yeah. Yeah, they wake you up. They say lights out. You know, you you might not have to go to sleep, but lights out. You sitting in the dark, just to have my lights on was a freedom, and I didn't understand that, especially as a kid, experiencing that from it was day to night. There's no transitional stage. Like I I always say this phrase: there's no rule book when you go into prison. There's no no guideline. This is what you do. This is how you Mm -hmm. you gotta figure that shit out day by day. Here it is. Just the day before, I had no cares in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then here I am in a whole different world with this different type of structures, different types of like like they say, when in Rome, got to do in Rome. Like we called it gladiator school. Like I actually mm. learned how to fight in prison. in prison. Like I never really, I didn't even know what a fight was really. I had mm. a little scuffle here, and you punch a dude, and yeah, wrestle for. When I got in prison, I was like, oh, we wasn't doing nothing. That shit was slap boxing we was doing in the street. So I got in prison. Like, There's a lot of things I learned in that travels that I apply to this day. Like me as a person now, there's a lot. Of, like I wear cuffs right now on my, on my bracelet. And why you do that? And it's a reminder. It's a reminder. And they're broken cuffs, so there's no, there's no chain. And that's just a reminder for me to, you know, I'm here. But I never want to forget there's there's mm. years that i see brothers go home yo bro yo i'ma write you yo yeah and then he come back and you be like what happened he's like yo i got out there and yo the bitches and the club and yo the lights and and then i'll be like yo you forgot 
You forgot, my dude. You, you took for- it personal. Yeah. He- so me, when I got out, that was the first thing I said. I ain't gonna forget this shit. I'm not trying to go back. I'm not. No, I'm you not gonna wanna- forget, man. I lived. I lived the first stages of my adult, my whole adulthood in prison. Mm-hmm. My whole first stages of my adulthood mm-hmm. was prison. I had no adulthood experiences as an adult. Mm. I ain't got. We can't trade no more of this shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got that. I experienced it. I went through it. But I can't. I can't trade that shit again. I can't. Why would you? But there's yeah. a lot of people that do. They do. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's regular. Like that's their second home. Like I I gotta be back there. But it's, 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 it's not I even. I think go- it's because it's. It you're stable there, like everything is everything is given up. to you. Somebody's gonna tell and you to you get up. Yeah, and you you're not depending on self. self right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, and no. It's okay. for, yeah. You know, a, a lot of brothers who experience short term, and 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 for me, short term is three years, which three years is a very long time. It is. I don't I don't want to minimize anybody's mm-hmm. bed, mm-hmm. but when you experience short term times in prison you do get desensitized to the behavior because you're accustomed to the in and out. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of times you get placed on a certain house. You get placed in certain facilities. Like I've been in my whole incarceration, I've been in about 10 different facilities. Okay. From Denimora, Comstock, uh, Green, two ho- uh, Green two, 200, Swing, swing. Swing, swing, which is mm. sing, sing. I was going to say, we can talk about swing, swing. Like, oh, she know about swing, swing. We can talk about swing, swing, but I've been in some facilities where, like, like, like in Attica, Attica had the riots, and every time around the riots, it's a war with the officers. Like, you don't know if you are going to make it out of that. You, mm-hmm. you, there's friends that are mine that died mm-hmm. while incarcerated. Like, they did not make it. So, some people who got short time they don't experience it in its full mm-hmm. so it's like all right i go through i go through downstate they cut my hair and i go through this and i'll be out in a year i'll be i do a bullet and i touch down and or i'll or I be on rikers island and i come home um but when you're in the mountains it, it's it's a different it's a different playing field like and and even even me my first six years of bidding i thought i had it mapped out I thought I had, and then on my seventh year, my whole world changed in bit. So even me, after six years of incarcerating, thought, I got this shit down. I know how to handle myself. I know how it moves. I know how this facility shakes. And I got sent to Denimora, which is called Clinton. And my first day, I was stabbed. Mm. Oh, my god! Where were you stabbed at? Um, it, went in, it went in here and came out here. And just because? It was just? I got stabbed because I gave a guy my seat. Wait, so huh? the guy that you gave the seat to stabbed you or somebody else? Yeah, no, the guy I gave the seat to stabbed me. What the is fuck? that a jail kind of? So, so in prison, like, yeah, it's a different, it's a different world. So in, 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 what does that mean? I'm in, sorry. I'm, no, yeah. in prison, most of the conflicts, most of the things end up in a physical confrontation. If I say to you, yo, them shoes is fly. Yeah. You got to duff me ASAP. Fly on me. Well, Ness has to duff you if you tell yeah, her. Yeah, yes, if, if, if you don't know me, you, you trying to set me up because you want to take I'm, my shit. I'm, pl- I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm testing you. Trying, you test me to oh. see if I'm tough. Oh. And then if I and then if I be like, like what size? Yo, what size are those? Just take those off for a second. How <laughs> <laughs> <If, if, laughs> you be taking them off? If, if, if she don't, don't duff me, you, it's, it's, if she don't stall you, you off, 
if she don't stole off, she food. She so food. then you, oh, she food. Then I'll be like, yo, she, yo, man, everybody, she, she, she food. took off her joints for me. Mm-mm. You be like, all right, I say no more. As soon as we got child run, we're going to run up on her cell, take all her shit. And child run is child run as well. Food. Like, like whenever they call, like, dinner, lunch. Breakfast, you chow run. So you familiar oh, oh, you with day room, right? Run. When your day room? So the phrase day room, right? <laughs> the phrase day room that these youngers use all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm, of, not I'm, I'm not day room. I still don't room. get it. I'm I like, still don't get it. A lot of them never been to a day room. Exactly. So like, you don't even know like, what it is. I've been in many day rooms. <laughs> but the thing about the day room, um, that's where a lot of action happens. Okay. Got it. So when they say you when they say you day room, the phrase does lose its text. When they say it's free, uh, because that's where it usually goes down at in the day room. Because you have the housing unit, you're either going to fight in the bathroom, but a lot of times, I got stabbed in the day room. So when I hear kids say, yo, it's day room, I'd be like, yo, y'all don't know how official the day room get. Mm. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. No, it No, no, it's the truth. I mean, I I even myself, and, and and the sad part, and I'm not saying this to like brag or anything or, or even big up anyone's chest, but even myself, when you're in prison, you might have to stab somebody. You know what I'm saying? When, when I got stabbed, a dude named Muhammad came to me and he said to me, he put a knife. It's called a Glock. And a Glock is a plastic knife. Uh, it's actually fiberglass wrapped with tape. goes through metal oh, detectors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He put that on my bed with a sewing kit. And he was like, yo, you got to sew that up. He said, first he asked me, you going to tell? I'm like, I ain't going to tell. I know what that does. You know what I'm saying? I ain't so he said, you got to sort that out. He put a, a Glock on my bed, which is a shank. And he says, yo, you know what you got to do? The first thing I said to him is I was going to my first parole board. So I say to him, like, yo, like, I ain't trying to kill nobody, bro. And I pushed it away. I ain't trying to kill nobody. I'm about to go to my parole board. And I remember the look he gave me. It was like, like a father looking at his son, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he said to me, you worrying about going home. You need to worry about living. Living. Uh-huh. Yeah. Changed my whole bit. Yeah. And and that's why I say for six Whoa. years. That yeah. was six years in? Okay. Six years in. When I turned twenty one, I got sent to Denamora. I got stabbed. And that's when he gave me that. And he was like, Yo, you know what you gotta do? Change my whole survive. bit. Coming home wasn't a thought no more. Cause that's that's all I had in my head. Coming home. When he did that, I was like, Yo, I forgot where I'm at. Six, yeah, six, here, yeah. six years of learning how to bid kept me cool that ain't a cool that ain't it no more and i had to do what i had to do because if i didn't tell on him he was going to retaliate anyway because i'm still on the block so he his whole his whole perspective is son gonna come for me so being that i wasn't gonna tell i had to meet it head on changed my whole bit i went to the stop let's just go yeah i gotta pee oh (laughs) We're going to stop at change my whole bit and then we're going to continue. <laughs> that, that, that. I, that, yo. You have to come back again. We are going to have two parts of this and this is awesome. But you may have to come back. Just letting you know right are now. Are you fine with that? Is that okay? Per- it's cool. Mm-hmm. No problem, man. No problem. You may have to come cool. back. Not yeah, saying that we're not going to. I'm just saying like it's so much. This is how they do it. Oh. Like this right next to you. What? Like they, mm. When they see food? Sizing you up. As soon as you come in, as soon as somebody do that, I got a rumble. Next to you, like, so you would have to stall on him. ASAP. He's doing too much right now. ASAP. 
As soon as he spun, as it's soon as he spun, as soon as he spun here, it's, it's on. And I ain't gonna stop till they, they, the CEOs knock me out or something. Tied them and they put them on the floor. I don't want to say too much, but no, it's to the it, point where I went to facilities in preparation. Like, that kid right there, I'm gonna punch him in his face as soon as they lock me out. I don't know him from a whole other But just cause. When I just got to the jail. I see how you gotta prove you gotta. So, I look around and I be like, okay, everybody's talking to him. I saw him touch the TV remote. As soon as they lock me I'm out, I'm duffing him. Mm. So it forces you to be this person that you not really like John Moran. (laughs) He's not really like that, but I'm gonna be like that. But you gotta be like that. I'd rather deal with that, go to the box, than have a whole housing block fucking with my cell, running up on me. Now I'm fighting nine motherfuckers. I'd rather have (coughs) and then after you duff him, they'd be like, yo, son of wild boy. That's when they come over like, yo, you know, yo, where you came from? I came from, you know, SHU, 200, you know what I'm saying? And then that's when they be like, hey, Keep the mic close. Yeah, Everybody. yeah, keep the mic close. No, when, when oh, we yeah, do keep stuff. keep it close. Oh, oh. Because oh, the right audio now. version of this, we can just leave it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, like, those are stuff that actually happen. Like, you, you have to be in that mode. And it's, sad. <laughs> it's draining, man. Like, there's days you're just sad. But you I got to be. Keep it closer. Gladiator. You good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I may I may be next. I broke the same too. So just go now if you gotta go. Nah, it's not now. there. It's not there. But it's not. It's gonna be too. It's not gonna work. It's not right. It's not where it needs to be. <laughs> I know my body. Where we? <laughs> Mike, okay. where we left off? You 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 had it. You the only one. You the only one. He said something about we the shank the Glock. You was there. Um, help me, you guys. I can't. He said I was it. Thinking I about using the bath. Oh, somebody gave you a knife. And that's you what said, the yeah, shake. Said that. Yeah, that's where we uh-huh. said that. Yeah. But you was at a specific point. You was at a specific point, Mike. You had it. It's gonna come to you. It's not gonna come to it's me. Not <laughs> it's lost. <laughs> It's, it's all good. Come it's all good. Shit, that was good though. So that's right. know, that's some of the like when when you're in that environment, there's a lot of things that you will have to partake partake in that you necessarily don't want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's days you wake up just totally depressed. You gotta that shit gotta go on the back burner. You know what I'm saying? You you can't be in that mode. And there's some people who are in that mode and then you suffer twice. Because people see that. They sm- them sharks smell that blood in the water. You know what I'm saying? So, so can I ask you this? So yeah. are you, when you're going through your, dispre- your depressive stage, right, are you allowed to, like, stay in your room and, and dwell in it? Or you um, have to cer- Certain have facilities. To well, first, do you even know day. that you're depressed? Depressed. You, you learn. You, you, it's not even depressed, right? Like, I didn't know. And this is real talk. I didn't know like what anxiety or depression really was till I got out got out and I heard people talking about it. I'm like, oh shit. That shit that got y'all me. down? Mm-hmm. That shit slowing y'all up? Like, oh I carried that shit. Like I didn't really mm-hmm. understand that. It was just what was. You, just you know, I, I went it. from my mother passing. I grew up in a in an old Jamaican household. So 
You didn't talk about your feelings. You know, my pops ain't hugged me. He hugged mm. me now because when he came to see me, I roughed his ass up and I was like, yo, pop, I love you. <laughs> and that was the first time I told my pop I love him. It's because mm. I know what that felt like, that, that urgency Ooh. to want to say it. Yeah, now he says it. And now, you know, it's cool. But growing up, that was something that we just didn't experience. Just, so I didn't understand what depression was. I didn't understand what any of that was. It was just something you dealt with. You thugged it out and you, you figured this shit out or didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? You occupied yourself with something to mask it for to as long as you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of that took, took place with that. But you are just... Uh, you, <laughs> listen... I had another question. Uh, okay, please. I got another question. everything. Go I wasn't ahead. a virgin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't that. Just to be clear. <laughs> he wasn't a virgin. But on that spectrum. Right. Um, so when, when you're... Go hmm. for it. Just go straight yeah. for it. Yeah. Head first. Hey. No so pun intended. So the experiences, right? <laughs> Head first. The experiences. So... I watch I watch a lot of Hulu and Netflix and you know Oz. Um, <laughs> is there a moment, or was there a moment where someone tried to take your manhood? No, like so, dropping and, the soap. Then, is that a real thing? No. So, yeah, so in New York, in New, in New York like? State, in my thirteen years, I've never seen that occur. If that was your thing, that was your thing. Okay. No one took it. There was a dude who um, they referred to as a booty bandit. That a what? <laughs> a booty bandit. Yeah. Booty bandit. Yeah. That ah. Back in the days, he had about booty. thirty years in. Back in the days, they said he would knock somebody out and then, and then take rape it. him. Oh. But as soon as he got to the block, he was fooled. The booty the, bandit. As soon himself. as he, as soon as we got word, the office because the officer, the officers give you a whole. <laughs> of course, they do. They give you a whole That's joint. Entertainment. So once he, once we got word, as soon as he got on the block, he got dealt with. Like you out of here, you getting packed up. It's called you know PK. So you nobody PK'd. did the thing. So to you him. no, I never in my thirteen years I've never seen that. Like and 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 going in at the at fifteen, every movie came to mind. Right. Mm-hmm. No, in New York State. That was if if a person indulged in that, that was their thing, they and that so. shit was a mutual thing that they had going on, and it's really frowned upon. Mm. Um, they called them lizards. Upstate, mm. you're called a lizard. So, if if you're a known lizard, a lizard means why a lizard? Wait, um, because lizards are, the... they crawl around and they look weird. It's not so, an so it's not because <laughs> he was a boot. The booty bandits are a booty lizard? bandit is somebody who. Knocks a booty. person about, knocks a person out. Like yeah. he, hunt, he hunts. Oh, he takes it. He so what's a lizard? A lizard is a person who just engages in homosexuality. Oh. Like, like that's their thing. Got it's it. the think? tongue, right? Oh, it's like a cam, like like a uh, like a like they change colors. I guess so. That's the phrase. It's, it's I'm, like thinking, I'm thinking about the tongue. It? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, thinking about the tongue. Like, I'm like, they I'm thinking about a com- everywhere. A chameleon. Like, was, is it a chameleon? That yeah. was the colors? phrase, but yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen like as much as is. Is amplified um, like or portrayed in movies uh-huh. yeah. in New York. I can't speak for no Absolutely. in New York in my 13 years. Nah, I've never seen it happen. Um, there's people who indulge in that and and then they'll try. Not even try somebody. Kind of like put it out there to see. But even if you do indulge in that, you shower at a certain time. Like it's house rules. Oh, so 5 a.m. Okay. You better shower at 5 a.m. You dead for the day. 
Oh. Rec run, you got that slot over there for rec run, but afternoon, you dead over here. Like, it, it's really frowned upon. Mm. Um, it, it's like they don't facility. have, like, the control to, like, wow. like they're the top dog and... No, and no. You're going to give me this, come hold my pocket no, type shit. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. And if, and if the crazy part, if someone did that, like, if, if someone... If we heard word, yo, son is, is preying on little man. Okay. Shorty that just came through. He get dealt with too. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, no, it wasn't tolerated. Got it. It, it wasn't something that's tolerated. But okay. TV perpetuated, but in yeah. New York, it's not tolerated. Like, oh, it is not tolerated okay. at all. Cool. You know what I'm saying? It's really not. That's cool. No, yeah. I'm just saying that's because cool. they getting together to like prevent, you know, rapes and shit. No, no, no. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So and, and anything that's, like, that's, like that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> a dude to be in a a dude to be on a block, and like. Like strong arming everybody for their food, and 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 the same person that he's strong arming for his food, if someone tried him in that way, he would defend him. Mm. Yeah, he would defend the same dude that he's taking his food and his sneakers. But it's and like it, so. It's like everybody is against like, these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless. It's, it's the really, it's yeah. really. Everybody's against the lizards. lizards. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's <laughs> okay. really frowned upon. They're like, no. And then you know, even though I took your sneakers, we don't fuck with the lizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the lizards. No, okay. It's really, it's really frowned upon. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And and the the, I remember coming home when I came home. Not again, not to bounce. No, no, no. Um, I remember. Uh, my cousin's family member asking me like, "Yo," and and the way they try to warm it up to me was so disrespectful. Oh, I know. I was so offended. I know. They were like, "We know when you away." Oh, see. And the but, feelings. But did I sound like that? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't sound like that. I, I could, I could respect someone asking, but the way they warmed it up and they knew, oh, they you were, knew. You were young pretty much. And you know it's okay if you see. And I don't talk to this person to this day. Mm. You know I don't talk to this because if you want to know, ask me. Mm-hmm. I could respect a person genuinely want to know. But don't insinuate. But don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't try do to like. Don't it, warm like, me up. Yeah. Don't warm me up for that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't talk to this person to this day. That's why I don't even refer to them as family. Because that's you're my not. cousin's family. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that that was really disrespectful to me. You know yeah, I mean? they're blood, but they're not family. There's yeah. a difference. Relatives. Relatives. Mm-hmm. Oh, even that. Even yeah, yeah, that, I like we that. We share the same bloodline, but we're not family. But we're not family. We have no bond. Mm. We have no bond. Yes. Yeah, she spoke about that on the last episode. Yeah, I got a lot of feedback. Did you see that, Spud? <laughs> I, uh, I saw a clip. A clip? Yeah, yeah I saw the clip. Yeah, I got that's a lot of backlash for that. <laughs> but fam, Lee, I love you. Is the I L Y at the end? So I love you. I definitely do. And if you're family with the I L Y, I love you. Um, but I do love my relatives too. But it's a different type of love. Yeah, it's degrees for sure. Yeah. And there's levels. There's so my friends are the the family I chose. Right. So it's you're either born you're born into your family, right. Um, but your friends are the family you choose. So I take that very, very seriously. If I am putting you in my life or you're here, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're the chosen one. You're a golden Truly. child, right? Because I know the family that I have, if you're around that, you're special. I don't bring everybody around my family that I L Y. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so, I it. It, yeah, so... That's I had to clear that up because a lot of people has been hitting me up on so the DMs. Good. I'm sorry I so wasn't right. trying to cut you. It's just real stuff, you know. 
So thank you for that. No problem. But yeah, so your relatives, you don't yeah, really... Yeah, so, you know, it, it was... And, and that's another thing that I had to decipher because getting out, um, you know, families in the bond, not, not in the blood. So there's a lot of mm. people that, um, especially my brothers now that I started with in 1995 when I got locked up, we have a group of brothers that every month we get together and we were kids and now we're adults and we just, you know, bounce back and off, off each other feedback of each other catch up like what's going on with you someone so is not bond doing good. is serious um because there's yeah there's a part that even your family even the ones that love you um there's an experience that they're not a part of in that moment mm. and you you build a camaraderie with brothers um in situations especially from the age that i started with we were still figuring out ourselves you know what i'm saying like like we crack jokes, like we didn't even know how to properly groom ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, I remember an uncle of mine telling me, like, you, you didn't know how to wash your ass. And when I got locked up, I was like, I didn't. <laughs> he said I didn't. I keep it a buck. Um, I really so didn't really now, know how to. Now you know do how to wash your ass. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm laughing. Hold on, I'm laughing because my aunt, she used to always say, she's like, you don't know how to blow your nose. And she's no longer here. But even now, when I blow my nose, I think of her because I still don't know how to blow my nose. <laughs> but what are you talking about? Blowing my nose. What aunt? Which aunt? Um, Mary Lou. Oh, okay. Yeah, she used to, she used to say she's like. Because told me how to wash my ass. Oh, she did? <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Oh. There you go. Yeah, Mary Lou was like, you don't even, you sneeze all, you sneeze so much, but you don't even know how to blow your nose. So every time I blow my nose, I'm like, I think of her. Yeah, and my when son I, don't. When I wash my feet in the shower. <laughs> 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 yeah, see? It be like that. And my son, when he blows his nose, I'm like, you just like me. And I think about her and what she told me. Like, Lali was like, you don't know how to blow your nose. And I'm like, my son doesn't know. Now I understand. Yeah. Right? So now I want to mm. blow my nose mm. with intention. There you go. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get everything out. But, so, yeah, shout out to my auntie. Go ahead. So I need to know. Mm-hmm. Is is there a difference between how men wash their ass and how women wash their ass? So what is... Okay. Because y'all okay. both seem to be on the same page, Mike well, and Well, I don't know how Spud. women wash their ass. Yeah, but But you're aware of how to wash your ass as a man. So... Yeah. How do you wash your ass as a man? <laughs> no, no, no. Right, right. A lot, yes, but as, as, a kid, as a kid, the, the facial and the head wasn't a priority. Okay. I okay. Would just, I would just wash my body, catch the areas. When he said wash your feet, that's interesting because a lot of people don't wash. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it. Because you think the water is just running in the that soap. That sits just, in the shit of it all through the whole yes. shower. You know what I'm saying? So wash that now. Too. You know, I start from my head down, go down, and before I come out the shower, I make sure I do a double hit on the <laughs> feet. A double okay. hit with the rinse. How many washcloths do you have? I got three. Okay, I, I like that. I got one for my ass. Okay, that one can't share That's everything. What I, no, I got yes. one for my body and one for my face. That makes sense. God. No, because a lot of people, a lot of people is like, okay, I use my body washcloth as my ass washcloth. It's it's like nah, it's. I got one solely for the for the. I don't for know for the ass. For the ass. <laughs> that makes sense. This is just the ass. I, I, I gotta throw the it like ass that. For the ass. Wash. 
So how do you wash your ass? <laughs> what? what? He didn't answer. He, he said from the top to the bottom. No, your ass, not your body. Are you talking more specific? Your ass, yes, because... So when your no, when no, no, your no, no. family member what the said fuck is going you don't on? know, <laughs> no, fuck no, man, I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I wasn't specifically what? talking about <laughs> my ass. Just, oh, just, that's just just oh, really? just wash oh, yourself. Wash yourself. Wash yourself. No, I wouldn't know. How are you washing your asshole differently than everybody else? Because what's going on? It's it's. Your ass, she your whole being, your, your whole being, be yeah, very, very, very little. little this but she hit you with, "How do you wash your ass?" <laughs> First, I move the left cheek. <laughs> right, yeah, I lift okay. it up, <laughs> and, then, and then you get in there, and then you move the right. You're right. You know what? She wants it you to. It's, it's, would that turn you on? Because no, no, I don't know. Just, you just, no, no. She, <laughs> no, she just has this mind where she really wants to know. She's really not trying I don't to be. No, I just, just like, wants to know. You no, said wash your ass. Yes. So I just wanted to. Like, like you, you were giving. Yes. He was giving details for everything else. But you just want those right. specific now details. Now when you want to skip over that, you want to skip over that shit. Don't skip over that part. How you do that? Exactly right. Tell the people since you speaking, bud. Okay, tell the people how you wash your ass then, because they want to know. Yo, she's too much. Thank you. No, that was great. Thank you. He said no. He said no. Let her go. Let her go there. How many washcloths do you have? <laughs> One. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't afford laundry. <laughs> so what I do, I like double take, like wash it out real good before I get to the other spot. <laughs> One rag. Yo, miss everything. What? I got one, but can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> you act like we supposed to be like love it. Like I got pink eye because you wash your ass and then you wash your face. Nigga said to you, do you go down first or you wash this after? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> How many? Wash- I have one washcloth. Okay. Yes, Ooh. but I don't use it on my face. Yes, I, I just yeah yeah. I don't use it on my face. That makes I sense. have like I have a little face wash. A face wash. <laughs> I don't have a face and a body wash body washcloth. Cloth, so I have oh, a scrubber. Okay. I'm uh, not yeah, that advanced yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not that advanced. Invest in you. So if anyone wants to, you know, sponsor some towels from Target. Oh some washcloths. I like when I just yellow. got some washcloths from Target. <laughs> I'm like not the about the soap. Then you, are, you use the same soap. Yeah. What you? I'm and not on some, your face. Uh, well, I I try not to use soap on my face. Okay. <laughs> so okay. so yeah. Yo, you're a terror. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, feel, we're learning a lot about each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? yes. Thank you, Smudge. Yeah, thank you, Smudge. Thank you, Tish and Smudge. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yes. yes. Okay. So now we know. I think I'm going to do that on my first dates from now on. <laughs> How many washcloths? How many washcloths? Do you use? Uh, no, no. Go into detail. Yeah. How do you start off? <laughs> do you With, start from the top, the top or the bottom or the bottom of the top? Do you got the face? I need to know. I need to know. That's important. Where do you start? That's integral. 
Do you start? Okay, oh, do you man. use the same one from the last shower? Because if you're switching up, then cool. You can start on your face. But if that's the same washcloth from the last shower... That's an issue. That is crazy. Yeah, we, got a, we got a discussion. Yo. It's, it's your body. Why does it matter? Uh, yeah, I don't but it's know. not always clean. It isn't always <laughs> clean. Trying to get it clean. Oh, there's right? a pre, there's a yeah. pre-wash though. <laughs> oh, so do you use just with soap? So I have like a a, a net, scrub? like a scrub thing. Oh, and I like scrub my body first. Okay, but oh, I don't loafa. use it there because that's yeah, kind of rough. You can't use that. But then I spread my butt cheeks. Wow. Okay. And let the water we'll run, know, and right. like with my fingers, and <laughs> <laughs> you just spread it. You He's know. like, I feel go. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it'll do all of that. The okay. free wash, and yes. then I get into. So I just, I just use one. I'm sorry. No, it's all and no, because you got a loafer. You have a loafer. So you actually have loafer. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> she said she no, said no it's like the, it's, it's like a net loafer. See, I no, it's like a it's like an African net thing. <laughs> I pronounce everything wrong. I'm sorry. So you have a loofah, right? You have a loofah and a washcloth, right? Yes? No. She said it's a net. She it's a warm. net, it's like an African thing. Like it's a... A hair net thingy? It's a net that's like... That they put it's on also like really? for a scrub. Yeah, it's, a it's like a... Yeah, but so I don't know what to call it. Body wash or bar soap? I use both. <laughs> The pre-wash so is the use. soap, the bar soap, that's where and you then. Differentiate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crying because Bud like, is looking at me like, so you like oh, so. Okay. Bud is over here. He like, so you yeah, right. okay? Very ridiculous. <laughs> Why can't you just wash, like, rinse the bar of soap off before you go to no, any no, other I area? No, about that. It's just I just use different bar of soap on my face, and then, then you I use do body wash. Uh, that's because y'all got money. Y'all know I'm still on the train because I'm not doing all of that. You said I'm still on the train, girl. And I use my shit down to the last so no no <laughs> so, so is it bar is bar <laughs> is or, it bar or or body or wash body wash liquid what which, which one do you prefer what do you wash prefer with? i prefer the bar okay and yeah. i have i have dove and i have coast i love coast because that's coast. my antibacterial that's old so that's a blue blue yes, and green the one? blue one that's yes. shit is that shit that's don't that dry you out? i mean that's old that's an old nope I feel you on that. She's like, look at the shine. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to put a lot of oil. <laughs> you have to oil your body. I'm glossy. It ain't drying. It ain't drying your ass up. But yes, let's, spread, let's get back to you. Yes. yes. <laughs> and let's get back to This is food. I do have a question for you because yeah. you mentioned 50 years of hip hop earlier, right? Yes. So I want to know what did. What does that mean to you? Like, what did hip-hop, when you were incarcerated, did you listen to hip-hop? Was music your thing? Like, so, what, so, so what hip, was it? So hip-hop itself is, like, life for me. Um, I remember growing up, and the first time I saw Rakim's Follow the Leader, Ooh, and he's hanging out the side of the, the car with the Tommy gun, and he's pointing at some white guys, <laughs> and he's shooting. That was the first depiction of, like, black strength. You know, typically movies always had the reverse role. Absolutely. Like the hero was always. So when I first saw that, it was very empowering. So hip hop always was uh, a part of my life. Like it was life. You know, when I first heard Nas's Illmatic Ooh, from Bobito show, you know, we recorded it on a, a TDK 60 minute cassette tape. 
that it was actually somebody else's and I stuck little tissues in the top to record. Yes. Mm. Um, yes. We all know Yes. Yes. When I walked out my front door, it was like the soundtrack of my life. Like, like that album was like the, everything that I saw was relatable. And that's what hip hop was. It was just like a voice that was re- echoing that was relatable. Um, in prison, music was the only thing that didn't change for me. Um, today, my that was reco- the only thing that was constant, constant, and I could rely on. And like even right now, my studio in Brooklyn is called SHU. That's the solitary confinement. That's the box, the hole in prison. SHU special mm. housing. I named my studio that because wow, when, when you're in the hole, you don't speak to no one. But I always had music. I could recite someone's song i could write a a song music was always there that was something that was always relying relying on so um music as a whole but hip-hop was just like the pulse that that beats everything i do like even to now like even now um everything in everything that defines me is in reference to hip-hop you know the way i talk the way mm-hmm. I dress, the, the, the conversation, the things, you know, the way my business is structured. You know, I, I go into uh, meetings and I wear a hoodie and I and I wear my sneakers unlaced and I'm going in and they got suits. And yeah, I got a suit. Yeah, I got a suit. I could wear my suit. But nah, like, I want y'all to take me like this. And yeah. So hip hop is the post. It's my it's my post that beats in me. Like, I love it. I love it. It's, just life so what did this 50 year of hip hop what did it mean like what did it do for you like so i i remember when Wait, first how old are you i'm 44 okay oh, okay yeah I'm, I'm 44 so you're born in 79 79 okay. yes sir damn you did that fast yeah. well, I'm 43 <laughs> oh <laughs> that was that was an easy one i didn't think he was there i didn't think he was there i didn't think he was there i thought you was you know i, I remember when always hearing like hip-hop was a fad you know, it was for the time. And I remember artists from like, I think it was not Bon Jovi. I, I remember hearing artists from other genres speak about, oh, yeah, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. So to hear, uh, you know, Hip Hop 50 is a mark. It's, it's a Crazy. stampede. Like Hip Hop runs the world. Yes. It's everything is influenced by the culture of hip hop and even though it's 50 it's still like a toddler like we still got some more time we do we got and a lot of time yeah. and, and, and it's taking shape and it's taking form do you like it now do you like the shape and form now you know i i, I used to answer that very quickly mm-hmm. i'm explaining to you in the 90s when i loved my 90s era i remember the generation before me like that ain't hip-hop Mm. Yeah, listen to that shit. All they talking about is guns and the streets, mm-hmm. and they they hated it so much that I hated them for it. Like, what man? That's that old shit. It created a separation, and now that I have my golden era, and I hear this this generation now, I try not to be what I didn't like. So I try to find what's good in it, and I'll, I'll find that artist that has some. I still stay true to the core of what I like. But I try not to be that because at the end of the day, it's still our culture. And it be us ripping the shit down. You know what I'm saying? Just because hmm. of the generational mark or the differences between the cultures. And that's cool. The generations do have its different standpoints. But at the end of the day of it, hip-hop is us. And if I'm dissing it, it's, 
if I'm dissing it now, I'm dissing it in its entirety. Like, because right now is what's representing us. That's the understanding piece, though. You, know you understand. A lot of people don't understand, right? Yeah. And when you don't understand, it just leaves a lot open for other people, for you to have judgment on it. Yeah. Right? And pass judgment on it because you don't understand. You don't understand. Um, so I'm glad you took it there because now my perspective and my outlook will be different, right? I remember KRS once said, uh, like, there, there was a moment when he was like, I am hip-hop. And then there was a moment where Nas was like, yo, hip-hop is dead. And that was very conflictive. That was one of my favorite songs. <laughs> that was conflictive Nas, at yeah. the time because there was some of the stuff that they all was referring to that I still did like or I did appreciate. And if you look at hip-hop, and, and the reason why I really love that, you know, the, the praise of Hip-Hop 50 is hip hop is the only genre of music that does not praise its legends you either washed up or you old that's that old shit oh, no wow. genre of music does that to their legend you don't hear rockers talking about oh, youtube wow. oh man they they oh youtube's old or 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 or, or guns and roses man that's that old shit we don't want to hear that no genre of music this is their legends but hip hop we mm. we we say it's a uh. young man's sport yeah, no, no genre will ever disrespect the legends. Is but it, if but if I bring up Biggie, but if who's I bring up Big Daddy King, is it be it, who's behind hip hop? Is it because of us? Is it because of us, us being black and us and our community and like and just and just how we are brought up, brought up? Like you on that corner, but your corner is not better than mine. Yeah, I I, I don't want to get too instrumental in it, but. Um, slavery has done a big effect to us like and, and I always use this metaphor right if if I beat my child viciously mm, got it and then they have kids the effects of me beating them is translated somehow and a lot of the ways we move as a people are, are the effects and the transitions of what we experienced and it's so subtle that we don't associate a lot of the things that we do and the way we are as a people to slavery and 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 people i don't want to say us but there's a lot of times when you bring up slavery it's like ah you going to that but it's true because if a kid comes up in an abusive household and he has medical records that's the first thing the doctors use he came from this environment so Mm -hmm. then they translate his behavior to that we are scorn people like Let's let's be honest. We are scoring. I mean, my my last name is Campbell. I've never been a Briton. You know what I'm saying? I've never been a Briton. Here it is. I I carry the lineage of something that resonates from back then, which translates from slavery. So there's a lot of things that we experience, and how we love and maintain what is ours is part of that because we had to be survivalists as as people. We are we we are we are groomed transitioned um desensitized to the idea of and molded yeah molded to what is ours now forget as a as a culture you know i I once told a friend of mine i was like i was like yo bro in reality as a black culture what culture do we have Hmm. like what do kwanzaa Right. Yeah, I, there's, that's there's a time frame for that. Like, yes, that, that was created yes, because no culture there. we didn't have a culture. Like, what is our culture? It was like, strict. You know what I'm saying? And and th- there's nothing wrong. 
I don't want to say there's nothing wrong with that, but understanding it is not a bad thing. But having an understanding of that, that's why we got to keep and maintain what we do have. And hip-hop is one of those things. You know, hip-hop is one of those things. So I try not to. I was asked earlier, like, how do you feel about the drill? And a lot of it is not my thing. Right. But I do give it the chance. I work with a lot of drill artists. Yes. I mean, I've even <clears throat> shopped drill artists to, to record labels as well. So, But I, I try to remember. I call it the... The I quit smoking syndrome. You ever been around somebody who quit smoking? As soon as you smoke near them, get that shit away from me. That it's shit nasty. Snake. My yeah. man, you just smoked last week. And we as a people, we we suffer from the quitting smoke syndrome. So I try to keep that mindful. So when I'm dealing with something that I preferably don't like, I try not to down it. I'll, I'll find what's good in it, and I'll be like, but if you add some thought process or you add some more lyricism yo and i tried to add to it because if we do that it's just going to be a separation because i remember when the artists like Karis one was dissing the 90s and immediately i was like then fuck you straight out like fuck you even though i did like bridges over and all that stuff but, <laughs> but you when you do that you know that time frame that era that was my era so that reflects to you speaking about me. You know what I'm saying? You were speaking about me. So I, I try not to do that now. And that's one way that I keep in tune with the young folks, the, the young generation. I'm glad you brought it to the young folks because I, as you were talking, I was thinking, of, I was thinking about the effects that you had on my young folks. And, um, and just, you was with us for what, like six weeks? Six weeks, six weeks. We had six sessions, right? And you are the music mentor. Yes. Um, at at my facility, and to see how these young ladies started, and how they are now, to where they're like, "Yo, run that back. I'm gonna do it better." I'm like, "Yeah, what? yeah, I love they it." They were scared. Okay, they were like, "Nah, I don't want to hear my voice. Oh, I don't like the way I sound." The typical studio talk, yeah. right? And the typical feeling that you get when you hear your voice for the first time when you're when you're singing lyrics right like and also the lyrics that they wrote Use. and and they felt it you know um so thank you no I, I, we usually so, do the shout outs at the end but i just want to shout you out so thank you with the programs that i run um a lot of the companies a lot of the organizations that i run these programs they think i run a music program i don't music is just what i put on the table to create the bridge what I do is I just that. use a platform. Basically, my whole setup is a microphone. And I just say, yo, speak your truth. Speak your truth if, if it has imperfections. And, and you was there for many of them. And there's a moment where I always ask, even if, it, if it's not to any particular quality, I always ask them, how do you feel? Yep. And that's my go-to because I'm trying to get an understanding of what they're trying to relate. And that's all I want to offer because I look back to myself at many of the ages that I work with when I didn't have a voice. Oh, this is why shit. this is why I do it. Because I know what it was to not have a voice, not to be expressive, not not having a platform when someone asks me, how do you feel about that? Mm -hmm. I had to sit with a lot of my experiences. And music was the only way I had. So when I got out, that's when I said, you know, I'm gonna use music as a tool. I'm gonna use my experience as an introduction. But my whole thing is I'm just passing around a mic. Tell me. Whatever it is you want to say, just tell me. 
And that's why there was one moment during the program where we were talking to one particular um, sister and we were trying to get her to say it right. Mm-hmm. And I stopped it and I was like, yo, mm-hmm. what you said, I, I wanted to reroute it to back to what she said because that's my goal. I just want you to say something. Speak to us. As kids, we're always told something. We're told what to believe in. Mm-hmm. We're told how to clean ourselves. We told Hoban, we never get the chance to really express ourselves. And that's what I want to offer. That's, that's what my program is really about. Just offering the chance, like, I want to hear from you. But I mask it with music. Or just a mic and a beat. Because music is the universal language. So it's a great way to start a conversation. It is. Mm-hmm.